With us today is Mario Economo, uh, a banker from uh, from Zurich, from New York, from uh, London, and uh, and uh, Mario, you're in Europe uh, right now, and uh, uh, give us an update. What's going on in Europe this Christmas weekend? And uh, it's getting very cold in the United States. And how's it going by uh, Europe? Yeah, so good morning, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Uh, Europe, uh, about 10 days ago, went through a, an Arctic blast, and it was very cold. Actually, now the weather seems to have moderated quite a bit, and I would say temperatures are running on average 10 degrees higher, uh, 10 degrees Celsius higher than they should be, which is actually a good thing because it means that the amount of energy needed to heat homes and hot water is going to be less, and therefore the reserves will be able to extend beyond what everybody thought was going to be an initial very cold six weeks and then uh, substantial price increases. So overall, the weather has uh, moderated quite a bit in Europe, and I know that in the U.S. you're going to be hit by uh, some extreme weather, but for now that is not the case in uh, Europe. How uh, is uh, everybody getting along? It, it, it seems like... Uh, uh, the United States uh, on Friday uh, passed a new bill uh, giving, I think, $410 million in border uh, controls for Jordan and a few other countries. Have you heard about that yet? No, I have not heard about it. I know that there are a couple of things that are happening in Europe uh, this week which are interesting. Uh, one specifically has to do with the fact that the EU has frozen roughly 22 billion euros worth of uh, money that was supposed to go to Hungary. Uh, and this is being done because they want to see Hungary conform uh, more to the European rule of law and to European human rights. In my opinion, and this is strictly a personal opinion, that is a mistake that is only going to push Hungary closer into Russia's arms at a time when the European Union needs to have strong cohesion among, among all its members. Uh, this, in my opinion, was not a smart move. The EU also has introduced something else which is very interesting, and it has to do, if you recall, with the fact that many companies now are going to consider moving to either China or the U.S. The, U the EU has introduced or will be introducing a, a, a law which is going to require that anything that's manufactured outside of the EU needs to conform to the standards of carbon emissions of the EU. If it does not, that means that when it is imported into the EU, there's going to be a substantial tax added to it. Of course, the U.S. is complaining and China is saying this is protectionism and the EU should not be allowed to do it. However, the EU is not going to hear of any of this. And anything that's produced outside of the European Union, if it doesn't meet strict carbon requirements, it's going to be taxed heavily when it's brought into the European Union. So that's just another tax to to the poor people in the middle class, isn't it? Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. It's just another tax to people who can ill afford uh, to pay it. Those that are wealthy will, of course, pay it, and they'll continue to enjoy the benefits. But once again, we see that uh, any type of tax of this nature is essentially a tax on the poor and the middle class um, at the expense of, uh, uh, of, of poor people being able to enjoy the same standard of living that much richer people can there was also one other thing that the uh, ministers in the EU finally agreed, and that is an 180 euro per megawatt hour price cap on natural gas. Uh, that means that if for three days in a row the uh, cost is above 180 uh, euros per megawatt hour, 
they will not import the natural gas. I don't know how this is going to work in practice. I don't think the Europeans themselves know. But once again, the benefits of a very mild winter so far are going to weigh heavily in favor of the EU coming up with these measures. If things start to get exceedingly cold in January and early February, expect then to be uh, a tremendous price pressure on the cost of energy and for many members in the EU to start outbidding each other so that they can ensure that they have enough energy for their own industry. Just to give you an idea, in Germany, for example, at the moment, the government spends on average 1.5 billion euros, that's B with a billion, euros a day subsidizing industry energy needs as well as household energy needs. These are unsustainable amounts in the long term. That's a big number, uh, Mario. What else should, should concern uh, the American people? Well, I think there's uh, some interesting things happening. We know that uh, Mr. Zelensky visited the Congress and the White House. We know that the White House has agreed to extend more money and more uh, weapon systems to the Ukraine. Uh, President Putin, on his end, is actually speaking actively and saying he'd like to go to the uh, negotiation table and he'd like to see an end to the war. Unfortunately, the uh, European Union, in my opinion, once again foolishly, is not taking him up on this offer. I think there's only one leader in Europe at the moment who truly is exhibiting leadership qualities, and that's the president of France, Mr. Macron, who has repeatedly said we need to sit down and we need to speak to the Russians, and we need to reach an agreement to end this war. Obviously, I think we all know that this war is not going to end before the spring. I think it's going to be a brutally cold winter for people in the Ukraine, many of whom currently have no electricity, no hot water, and no running water, no sewage. So the situation on the ground there is dire. Um, throwing more weapons into the mix only extends the misery for everybody involved. I think that if uh, the Russians are interested in speaking, at the very least, the Europeans should, should sit down and listen to what they have to say. Now, there was a controversy in the United States the other day uh, when Tucker uh, Carlson and uh, Fox said that Zelensky or, or uh, Ukraine was anti-Christianity. Now, I called our friends at the Patriarchy and uh, our friends that represent the Patriarchy, the ones you know, and I said, what happened? And he says, There's a it's only argument amongst religion, and it's the, uh, the, the Moscow uh, Orthodox Church versus the uh, Constantinople Orthodox Church. you uh, agree? So uh, I have heard these things. Frankly, I steer clear of any discussions involving religion of any nature. I think religion uh, plays a role in society, but not on a societal level, but rather on a personal level. I'm not sure it makes sense to involve religion or churches in any political discussions. I think that it's important for us to figure out how to end this war in the Ukraine, uh, and I think that churches on all sides need to be progressive and active in actually bringing people together rather than driving them apart. I agree with you, Mario Economo. Have a very Merry Christmas, and I hope the people in Europe do well because so goes Europe, so goes the United States, and uh, we're, we're partners in, in the world. And God bless you, and God bless uh, America, God bless Europe. Yes, thank you. And again, once again, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas.